Welcome back to season four of The Five Senses with Chef Toya. I will say this. There's a lot of smoke screens in life. And life is a lot like, you know, like movies in a sense. Well, it's exactly like movies. Um, in, in, in college, by me having two arts majors, uh, theater and culinary arts, in a theater portion, there was an acting, intro to acting, blah, 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 and then there was a film course that I had to take, and in that film course, they taught about context clues, and now I'm like, honestly, one of the worst people to watch a movie with, because immediately I can see who's the antagonist, who's this, who's that, where this is going, how it's going to end, you know, that kind of thing um, from studying movies in class. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, it's not always who you think it is, you know. And the reason why, the main reason why we believe that the bad person or quote-unquote bad person or the person who is the antagonist has a specific type of appearance it's through training it's through social training that happens to us all the time you know judging books by its cover and um a lot of times when now I know black people will really understand this when I say this but you know a lot of times people judge and critique the people that they think are quote-unquote hood or ghetto you know they critique them to be dangerous you know and on the flip side the people who are hood could they believe that conservatives are dangerous because they can get away with a lot of things that other people couldn't get away with right so I was in this conversation and they were talking about, you know, how during the pandemic there was the versus battles, right? And of course, everyone was talking about how people would react to other people, specifically Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Now, do I know any of them personally? No, I'm not saying it. But what I wanted to highlight was the particular part of the conversation where people generally thought that Keisha Cole was whatever because of her disposition and I stepped in when I heard it and they said well yeah she was acting like this and she was acting like that and I was like wait like you don't know what happened behind the scenes because see the problem is with you know people like Keisha Cole and I'm not a diehard and I, I think both of them create really good music but I'm not the biggest R&B fan you know I will literally know all of the words to rap before I'll learn the lyrics to an R&B song so this is not from a fan's perspective this is just from a perspective of <clears throat> people have done that to me you know so I know what it looks like you know what I mean? By me having a bolder, more what someone would say was more aggressive style or personality, I can fall blame quickly in a conversation. So, of course, I had to learn how to navigate through corporate America with that. 
you know, because immediately um, wolves would show up in sheep's clothing crying, saying what I did wrong and someone would believe them because I seem to be the most, you know, aggressive one in the room. And I think I said on a podcast, maybe it was season two, when I talked about passive aggressive people are the most aggressive people that you will ever run across. They're the gasoline without the fragrance of gasoline. Like they walk around igniting and setting fires or they're either invisible matches. Whatever analogy I use to describe passive aggressive people, they go around just striking, striking fires and no one notices and they end up being the victim. And um, I said, you never know if it was that situation, because if you're not. If you're not passive aggressive and you weren't raised like that, which most people who have rougher upbringings, they're raised to be, and they come out more forward. Like, you know, if they don't like you, you know, if they like you, you know, if they're mad, you know, if they're happy, like there's clear markers for those people because they know nothing but real. They don't do the mask as much as passive aggressive or conservatives will do. You know, that's not in our culture like that, like people who were brought up a specific kind of way. They're not raised to be that form of sneaky, you know, like shady sneaky. They're raised to be like, I'm going to check you because I don't like you, you know, kind of situation. And um, and I mentioned it and I said, well, you never really know what happened because the reality is we're seeing the outside with the hey hi blah 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 we're seeing all of that but we don't know what passive aggressive emails have been passed what comments have been passed by managers or whatever and the problem with you know people who aren't raised to be passive aggressive they don't know how to identify it they just look at it as you know what something ain't right and that's all I know All I know is that something ain't right and that's it. But in a world where we're made to believe that nothing can be true without full physical proof, you know, that's what really puts us in a bind. Because we're in a world where it's like, oh, I'm not going to believe he's cheating or she's cheating until I physically see it with my own two eyes wait that doesn't make any sense you know excuse me there's a there's a a scripture in the bible when they say um you know truth by spirit right and i thought to myself walking around my room a couple moments ago i said if you (laughs) if we're if we're made to know truth by spirit what else do we know by spirit you know everyone thinks that you need to have these major encounters with people in order for it to be the defining moment and sometimes it just happens within them the comment the feel the energy switch and you feel that energy switch but you feel like because oh man, I didn't see anything. She didn't say anything to me particular. So maybe I'm tripping. No, trust yourself. You know, truth by spirit. And truth is the truth that they don't really deal with you. The truth is that 
they're not honest. The truth is that they love you. You know truth by spirit, you know. Um, And that's something that I really, I'm not just giving advice about, but I live my life like that. Like, you know, and I, and for those who are new to the podcast, there's this episode when I said that there are some people who need to get bitten by the snake there are some people who need to see the snake there are some people who need to hear the snake there are some people who need to see the grass shuffle and there are some people who just merely listen to the wind and I I try very hard I work very hard at just listening to the wind because let me tell you something black I didn't had enough I didn't had enough I didn't have enough conflict and and consequences running up in and out of my life that I didn't that I've done myself, you know, by the works of my own choices, you know, by my hands, you know. So I try to avoid those things. But recently, I just posted about um, all my stories on Instagram. I said, you know, you're wondering why the energy shifted or someone backed up from you it's because sometimes they hear what you say in private you know and they don't have to hear it from anyone but sometimes you could just feel the essence of what someone is saying on the inside of their mind but we're trained to not listen to that we have people who manipulate that when we're younger and when we're kids you're crazy that's not that and if you didn't do this and you didn't do that all of that stuff is just it's basically programming you not to listen to your spirit, you know, your guide on the inside of you that knows all, you know, and um, and that's what I was highlighting in that example earlier between the two artists that you got to realize one is, you know, a form of a good girl and one is a form of a roughneck. So what does that mean? Everybody's going to side with the good girl, period. No one's going to look for the bloody fingerprints behind her back that she's holding her hand back, you know, while she's waving with the other one. You know, again, I don't know the exact situation, but I'm saying how I'm highlighting how we should look at things and be careful, you know, with not only judging of the situation in that way to say that, that person is wrong because they appear to be the kind of person that's wrong. You know, I was telling the people that I was talking to that night, um, I said, I suffered with that. There were so many times where things happened when I was younger in the corporate world and I couldn't put my finger on it. But it made me feel so angry that I wanted to flip a desk. But now, I, you know, you get older and you get wiser and you understand what you know, condescending tones are, you know, and I've learned, I've learned how to have my verbiage so clean and precise and to keep my emotions to the lowest form that they could ever be while communicating. And I basically build a box around you. You can't because I'm also another tactic is repeating what someone says. If they say this thing, you can come back and say, so you're so what you just told me was that such and such, such and such, such and such, such and such. And then they're like, oh, no, but that's not what I meant. No, 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 no. I'm giving you exact words, what you said. 
what you meant has nothing to do with what you said. You know what I'm saying? And um, basically knowing how to navigate through that and what to do with that. And it's such a tough place. But that can help you in a workplace, knowing um, how to communicate effectively and how to point that out. And then I get really specific. I say that this, you know, it's not what you said. It's the framing and framework of what you said, the timing and everything. And when you highlight those things, they can't run from it. You see, because you frame them up in a fashion that they have to look at it. You know, and they're going to rework it and next time be a lot more careful. But I'm grateful for the time that we're in where we're acknowledging, you know, a lot of people don't like that and they think it's hippie talk, but they're acknowledging energies and everything behind it. You know, just the same way cartoons can have innuendos that will trigger certain things and emotions in children. It's the same thing in regular conversation in life, you know. You just have to be watchful and mindful and um, protective over your own peace and sanity. So I'm encouraging you from this point on to believe what you know and accept your gut feeling, which you call a gut feeling, as your knowing. Don't wait until you get tons of proof now. That's the objective, you know. The objective is to not wait until you get tons of proof because the proof is already there. You don't need tons of proof. Proof is proof. It's already been proven. So you don't need to have tons of it. You can just have the one proof. You know, if you look at an iceberg, I know everyone's seen the video. I mean, the picture image. This has been floating around since maybe I was in high school. The image of the tip of the iceberg. And when you go underneath, you see a whole big bottom, you know, of a huge, huge, massive iceberg. That's just how it is. That's just how it is with issues. Everything appears to be small, but it's not. It's just windows. When you see issues with people and stuff like that, you have to believe people for exactly who they reveal themselves to be. And if you don't, if you don't watch it, scan your life because you may just be believing people to be exactly who you want them to be or who they have the potential to be, which is, we all know, unused talent. It's unused. It's never been opened. It's the potential. Everyone has the potential to be, you know, whatever they want to be. But will they do the work to be it? That person may have the potential to be a great guy or a great girl. Do they have the the work ethic and, and track record of showing up as that person continuously? You know, one time I was I was really hard on myself one day and I told God, I said, I said, why do you even why do you even love me? And trust me, <laughs> I'm Virgo. When we go hard on ourselves, honey, honey, <laughs> sister, <laughs> we go real hard, okay? So I just just to clear that up so you could know that. But 
and I'm getting better with it. But I, I said that, and anyway, I told that to God, and God said, it's not, you know, first of all, I'll never not love you. Second, you know, who you are and who you revert back to continuously is is your base morale of a person. It's not what you do that you that's considered to be unfavorable. You know what I mean? It's really about it's really about more than anything what you continuously show up to be. You know, the integrity you constantly show. That's what counts. But we flip it in order to keep what we not supposed what we're not supposed to have. We let the spurts of goodness be the light for the hallway. Baby, that's a dim light. <laughs> you need a new light bulb, <laughs> Jack. Like if that's if if the spurts of the spurts of little tiny spurts of windows of goodness in a person is a thing that keeps you, that's not a real lit, well lit hallway. Now, if this, it should be flipped. The spurts of what you don't like should be in tiny spurts. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be long, drawn-out spurts because that's continuously the way you don't want it to be. You know, but again, it really all's ball, it all balls back down to listening to yourself. For real. You know, um, and believe in yourself. And stop allowing yourself to call yourself mean because you draw a boundary line you are not mean because you draw a line no you're protecting you you're protecting them especially me baby because if I draw a line with you if I draw a line with you I'm protecting you more than anything because see ain't much you can do me that that can hurt me that haven't been done already you see what I'm saying? So that means for most of my boundary lines is really to protect you. Because if you overstep them and show, you know, the side of you that's, you know, whatever kind of shady acre way, you're going to end up more hurt than me. And that's the reality. And I want to lessen the amount of people that I hurt as much as I can. So I draw hard lines. You know, sometimes it's protect me, but majority of the time it's to protect the other person because I know they can't handle what they're throwing. So I'm going to keep you from a distance so you can't ever touch my porch, you know. So listen to that gut feeling. Allow it to be right. Don't manipulate yourself into creating other hopeful endings. Just if it's ugly, let it be ugly and move on. It's okay. Sometimes things are ugly. It's completely fine. And some people's apologies I don't even accept. That's the way you feel. Why do you why are you apologizing? Well, it's not right. Nah, who says it's not right? It's how you feel. You have the right to feel and be the way you are. Now that don't mean that I'm gonna allow you to be on my turf though. That's that's just that. You know, but you know believe yourself you know what's best for you stop lying to yourself you know exactly what's best for you and you have all of the power in your body right now to do it
if this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya, Dash, Bodhi, or Cash App, dollar sign, Toya, Bodhi, T-O-Y-A-B-O-U-D-Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time. Thank you.